0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Seasoned Woman podcast, bringing you weekly discussions that promote the nurturing of the mind, body, and soul. I am your host, Whitney Williams, and I will be taking you through the agenda today. You know, you know, it's the season Woman Show. You know, you know. It's the Seasoned Woman Show. Hello, 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 you guys, and welcome to the Seasoned Woman podcast. Do you know what? I'm so excited because it's honestly been a long time coming. This is something that I have wanted to work on for a minute now, and now I finally can. Here on the Seasoned Woman, we'll be talking about all things spirituality, psychology, wellness, basically everything you need for holistic self-care. So if that sounds like a bit of you, stay tuned. So, on today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that, well, to be honest, I feel like a lot of the things I talk about are things that I've had personal experience in. But this is something I've actually been quite self-conscious about because I know the way that it's kind of portrayed um, both online and offline, to be very honest. And that is friendship, having no friends, and whether or not it's a red flag. (sighs) I don't even know where to start with this episode, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna dig right in. So let's go. So basically, on social media, I see people talking about this quite a lot. There's always this kind of idea that people who change friendship groups often Or who aren't seen with friends are basically walking red flags, and you should be wary of them because they will destroy your life. Now, understandably, there are some people who may have personality traits that may not be favorable in friendships, and that can be told by the fact that they don't have any friends or the fact that they're jumping from friendship group to friendship group. But, I do think this is a bit more of a nuanced situation than people like to give credit to. I, like I want to say, I have have friends. Like I'm not going to say I don't have friends. But when I think about what I want from a friendship and when I think about how close I can be to a person, I want to say that I don't have any close friends. And... For a long time, I kind of I internalized that and thought that it was my fault and that I was doing everything wrong and that I was basically just a horrible person, and that's why no one wanted to be friends with me. Um it may have been that over time there may have been some things that I was doing to kind of sabotage friendships, but I wouldn't go as far as saying that I inherently have these personality traits that are just horrible. And I'm just this terrible person that no one wants to be friends with. Um, I think when we don't look at this situation within context, it can be quite harmful and it can often alienate people. And I guess for people who do want to make friends, just discourage them from even trying to do so. So I am here to shed some light on some of the reasons why outside of maybe not being the most personable person, people may not have friendships or people may jump from friendship group to friendship group. Now, to start off with, I will give you guys a bit of a story about my experience with friends. Growing up, I've always had friends like From as young as I could remember, there would be times where my dad would be begging me to get off the phone because I'd literally be on on the phone to my friends for hours singing, dancing um, and doing personality quizzes and all the stuff that I'd love to do when I was younger and up until like even to secondary school, that was pretty much the same way. Like, I was always surrounded by friends. We'd always be going out, doing stuff together. Um, I'd like to say that I was quite popular in my school because I'd always be getting involved with performances and stuff like that. And I would just be going around the playground, making a nuisance and selling Kit Kats and <laughs> Walker's Chris. Actually, they were more quiz. So, um, I want to say that I was quite friendly with most people in my school. But as time went on, it kind of I wanna say it kind of went downhill for a variety of reasons. So the first reason was the fact that obviously as you get older and you want more independence, there can be some instances where parents are strict and you're not allowed to go out or do certain things that some of your friends were doing. Now, growing up in a Nigerian and Ghanaian household, that was very much the case for me. Um there'll be times when my friends would be going to like Liquid and Envy um, and other places like that, which are basically clubs for under 18s. And they would be getting home at like three o'clock in the morning. Obviously, my parents were like, no, you're not going. What do you mean? You're what? You're fourteen. 14. What do you mean you're going out until three o'clock in the morning? It's not happening. Like it got to a point where I didn't even ask them because I knew that the answer would be, you're having a laugh. So a lot of the instances where I would have been able to bond with friends and, and build those relationships couldn't really happen because I didn't really have the opportunities to do so. So that was number one. And then number two, as like my, um, what can I say? As my secondary school years went by, I started to experience a lot of turbulence at home. Um, I didn't have a good relationship with the parent I was living with and basically yeah I just experienced a lot of family issues at home and that obviously affected my school life and affected everything else that was going on in my life. So I was doing a lot of things and engaging in a lot of behaviors that basically othered myself from people. Um because I was just I was just really hurt. Like I was a teenager, I was going through a lot at home and I was just really hurt and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I was basically trying to do things to show people that I was hurt and not acting out in the worst ways, but basically not giving people a chance to, to be there. And on the flip side of that, we were young. So it's like people couldn't really do much, as much as they could say, oh, wait, like, are you okay? What's going on? There wasn't really much anyone could do. And I was looking for someone who could fix my problems and that wasn't happening. So I thought, okay, well, no one's going to help me. I'm just on my own. Now, because of the fact that I started, I guess, I don't want to say acting out as the word because it really wasn't that, but because I um, was experiencing a lot of turbulence growing up and in my teenage years, um, it started to become gossip among some groups in my school and people would talk about it and talk about all the stuff that was happening with me. And so I just started to form a distrust for the other girls in my school. And it got to a point where as we were getting older, um, I just became more and more isolated and just wanted to separate myself from everyone because for me, um, they were a reminder of the fact that I'd been through so much crap and they weren't very nice about it and they weren't exactly going to be helpful friends. So, obviously, there were other people who weren't like that who were actually quite kind to me, but at the same time, for me, it was like friends period, I need to isolate myself, so regardless of whether they were seemingly nice or not, I just wanted to remove myself from the situation so that happened, and um, I feel like from that point, it like life life has just been crazy. <laughs> life has just been crazy and there have been many reasons why I felt the need to isolate myself that has been one way that I've handled um, my traumatic situations and tried to get through it and obviously as a consequence of that it's left me with little space to actually cultivate close friendships um at some points because I didn't have the capacity to like I physically didn't have the capacity and at other points because emotionally I didn't feel was something I could handle And here we are today. Now, listening to all of that, I wouldn't say that I did anything to people. Like I've never been a person to intentionally hurt my friends or do anything mean or be bad spirited to people. And if I've done anything to hurt anyone, I've always tried to make things right or apologize. Um, I think that's one thing I can vouch for myself. So I don't ever think it was because I was a bad friend quotation marks or that um yeah I just wasn't someone people would want to have around but it was more the fact that I had so much going on that emotionally physically mentally I just wasn't in a space to be doing things like that and I think so many people can relate to that situation so that would be the first thing and then obviously when you go through something like that you as you get older you may start to realize that you experience a lot of anxiety when it comes to people because of the things that have happened in the past. And that's something else that I did start experiencing. So I started experiencing a lot of social anxiety as a result of it, which is basically you um, feeling the need to control the people around you so you can feel a sense of safety, um, feeling very self-conscious in public and always worried about judgment from other people. And um, that's just in basic terms. Things like that can arise which further exacerbates the problem and makes it more difficult to reach out and make friends. So then what do you do in that kind of situation? You're gonna, maybe in those situations you might need a bit more encouragement to go out and if maybe you can't find spaces that are sensitive to those needs then it just becomes very difficult. So I guess those are a few examples from my experience but I know that outside of that there are so many others like for example people who have habitually moved around a lot when they were younger um, they may not have had the same opportunity as other kids or other younger people um, in building lasting friendships because they were always moving for whatever reason and that's not their fault like it's really not their fault. So they may grow up and maybe have freer attachment types than other people that perhaps they developed to cope that now seeks to, (laughs) I guess, bite them in the butt because they're now struggling with developing attachments to people and keeping friendships, which may look like not having any friends or the person who jumps from friendship group to friendship group because they're so used to not sticking around with one Group of people, they're not used to that kind of security in relationships like that. And then you have people that are just shy, like as well as social anxiety that I mentioned before, some people just find it a bit harder to come out of their shell and socialize with people. And yeah, forming friendships may be a bit harder for them. Neither of these reasons mean that they're bad people or that they don't deserve friendships. But on the surface, if you're looking at it that way, because you don't see anyone around them, you're just going to assume that, oh yeah, there's something wrong with them. And so I'm not interested. And that's fair enough. Not everyone's going to be interested in trying to um, make more of an effort in certain friendships. Everyone has the right to do what feels the most comfortable for them. But I think there are a lot of situations where it's more about the fact that people want to feel safe and want to feel comfortable in the friendships that they do have and not necessarily the fact that they are inherently bad people or have personality traits that other people don't like. Um, And actually thinking of it now, it may be also because some people just lack social skills for whatever reason. There may be a lot of people that are neurodiverse or just generally because of shyness or social anxiety or whatever reason, um, lack the social skills to build friendships with people. And does that mean that we are just going to assume that they're not someone that's worth a friendship? And are we just going to judge them straight away and say, oh, okay, no, there must be something wrong with them in that situation? I just, for so many reasons, I just don't agree with it. So, yeah, maybe... I just think this is something that we need to be talking about more because awareness comes from these kind of conversations and from realising that people are in much more complex situations than we like to let on. Things aren't always as black and white as we assume them to be. And even though we have every right to try and acknowledge red flags in people for our own safety and our own sense of well-being. Sometimes it may be worth exploring a little bit in some circumstances to maybe see beyond the surface and and not assume. It might actually also give us some, or at least allow us to have some compassion and understanding for people that are experiencing these situations and that we do see perhaps changing friendship groups because maybe it's them coming to a point where They are coming into themselves and um, are trying to be more confident and reach out and make friends. And they're finding friendship groups that aren't really for them. So how do you find friends that are or aren't for you? You get to know new people. That might look like jumping from friendship group to friendship group. Not always, but it can do. And if we're going to be judging people based on that it's just going to make the process more difficult like you don't want to be their friend but also you judge them for trying to find friends that they do like it doesn't really help anyone at the end of the day so perhaps we could think about that because fundamentally we're all social beings I don't think or at least I could say I don't think most people want to be alone and not have anyone to socialize with or have friendships with So, yeah, maybe we can just broaden the scope of consideration and just be a bit more understanding about it. But I guess, like everything, this is my perspective and there may have been people that have had situations where it was just, it ended up being a very upsetting situation for them. So I completely understand that and... If that sounds like it has been you, I would really love to hear about your stories and hear about your perspectives and maybe we can kind of see how best we can navigate a situation like this, both for people who are trying to find new friends and for people who may be a bit reluctant to open the door to new friendships. And that is the tea. Officially the end of podcast number one if you made it this far then I appreciate you honestly you're a real one Um, if you enjoyed the kind of content that you heard today don't forget to subscribe I will leave all of the details to my website to my socials and all that good stuff in my show notes please do follow me let me know what you thought and yeah until next time guys